0: Welcome to the SassCast with Sarah and Amber, and if you can believe it, it finally dropped. The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is finally on our television screen, and I'm stoked. Well, yeah, after the hellscape of last week. <laughs> yeah, it pretty much was a hellscape, but anyway, can you believe
1: it's on, finally? Well, how, how long just- have we been waiting for this to be on? I don't know, it's been... When did we find out about it? Months and months ago. Probably like a year ago, Sarah. No, it wasn't a year ago because they filmed it a year ago. So I think we found out maybe several months ago. If they
0: filmed it a year ago, we found out about it a year ago because they
1: were going to give us the little teasers. I just know that it seemed like at the time when they announced that there was going to be a Salt Lake Housewives, that it was going to be a million years from then and it's finally come. It was kind of like, you know what that reminded me of? when that new stars born with lady gaga and oh, yeah. they yeah. kept on showing yeah. that preview with the shallow song yeah and you were like oh my god when's it gonna come out and then it finally came out like eight months later and then i was kind of like because i'm a big barbara streisand stars born fan and that one when it
0: came out i was just like eh, not so much it's a, i didn't love it like a lot of people loved it
1: yeah well okay well, i
0: thought the music was great the shallow song yeah
1: in the shallow well, no, no. shallow. well, that's a dumb, whatever. The lyrics are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: anyway, song itself is good. Well, you know what? It's interesting. Uh Starsborn is the first rated R movie I ever saw. And my mom took us to it. I'm not sure exactly why. I was super young. And I remember going around Mace Boulevard, which is this kind of around these tomato fields, on the way home. And it was the first time I kind of understood death, because obviously Chris Christopherson dies in it. And it was kind of this big downer, like, oh my gosh, people die. But what I was thinking about was, I love Barbara Streisand. <laughs> That's what I literally was thinking. And then I was thinking to myself, is it normal that I love this woman like this? Anyway, I started loving Barbara Streisand from that moment on, I don't think and you I still loved her do.
1: Sexually, though, well, like like you I were lo- sexually attracted to Barbara Streisand. Well, not with that perm, I wasn't. Yeah. Was, remember she was in that group and they called themselves the oreos
0: yes and then they sang the queen bee so let's move into the first oh, tagline which is we didn't even plan that that was yeah, a good i know I in this town i am queen bee and mvp welcome jen
1: shaw that's the first tagline of the show what do you think What do you think of that? Well, I was thinking when I first heard it before, what is she referring to with MVP? But we almost immediately find out that her husband is a football coach at the University of Utah. And so that kind of makes the sports uh, uh, contact. That's the wrong word. It kind of makes sense now. Yeah, that links it to that. But whatever. I don't care about that stupid tagline. Well,
0: I have a tagline. I may be a Taurus, but I don't take any bull. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> not bad taglines are really important let's not forget the taglines of real house of new york city they mm-hmm. changed mid-season yeah that's true <laughs> okay all right just go what's the next tagline when
1: you take cheap shots always, <laughs> I always expect a hangover I always expect a hangover okay so that's um uh hold on here i'm gonna try to remember because i actually don't have a yeah in my memory that's lisa brower barlow Barlow. Yeah, Lisa Barlow. (laughs) Okay. And do you want to know what? Honestly, I think that I was thinking of a client. Lisa Barlow and her husband own tequila distilleries with multiple label names. Hola, ciudad. I don't know. I don't know. It was crazy. Anyway, so that's what that reference was to.
0: Okay. This rose isn't scared to handle little prick. Whitney
1: Rose. Say that again, because that was the dumbest thing. This Rose isn't scared to handle a little prick. Okay, so does that literally refer to her husband's dick? Because why would she say that? Like, that doesn't even make sense. A little (laughs) prick? Who's the prick? Okay, Sarah, when you're a real housewife,
0: I don't know if you've never noticed this on the Real Housewives of Named City, they
1: all poke at each other. So she's not afraid of a little prick. They can come at her. Okay, but a poke is different than a prick. I get it. The prick goes to Rose. I'm not, like, okay, suggesting it Okay, I have nothing to do with it. Okay, let's go. Okay. on. Anyway, jealousy is a disease to which I say, get well soon. Okay, well, you and I talked offline to each other about when we Meredith first saw Marks. that. works. Yeah, when we heard that, we were like, what the fuck? That is the dumbest thing we had ever heard. Well, first, it's not a tagline. It's not about her. It's literally she's just saying something like... I don't even know. Jealousy is a disease to which I say get well soon. Yeah. (laughs) And we all know, apparently when you see some of the previews, she and her husband are having marital problems and her husband's probably jealous, whatever. But for God's sake, that's nothing about her. Yeah, that's Meredith Marks. That's why it's bad. Okay. I love God, but I will read you like a scripture. Okay.
0: That's Mary Cosby. Yeah, she's the pastor. So far, I think that one's not bad though. But what does
1: that mean? I'll read you like a scripture.
0: Well, I'm not religious, so I don't want to make any judgments about that. But it seems like she's going to lecture me about something. It's kind
1: of a typical tagline, so
0: I give her some credit. I guess that's what I mean. Kind of like, I may be a Taurus, but I don't take any bull. Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) Like my pioneer ancestor. Ancestors. Ancestors. I'm trying to blaze a new trail. This is Heather Gay. Okay,
1: I thought that was a good one. I thought it was the best one of the bunch. Well, it's because, the most Mormon. Yeah, and the whole show. By the way, I didn't realize that this entire show is just really about Mormons. Well, it is and
0: it isn't, which is kind of the... It's to draw you in like, oh, Mormons. They're weird. They're weird. All. So let's try to like unearth the mysteries of, of the Mormons. Mormons. Yeah. But whatever. But it was weird
1: because even when we were watching Andy Cohen on one of his Watch What Happens live Pre shows for the housewives he was talking about how there's a mysterious Mormon world, and we're like, Okay, it's not really that mysterious, but well, it's I mean, weird, I think it is mysterious to a lot of people. You yeah. happen to be
0: born and raised in Utah, and you probably born Utah and you're <laughs> And you were probably – remember, you're the one who taught us about Molly Mormons
1: and all this stuff. So it is kind of mysterious, I think, to some people. Well, I think – okay. Okay. They think they're they're the polygamist people who have multiple wives, which those are fundamentalist Mormons. Those are like the Orthodox Jews of the Mormons, right? So you've got your regular Jewish people and then you've got the Orthodox Jews who shave their heads and wear wigs, which I think is bizarre. And Uh so the polygamist Mormons, the fundamentalist Mormons – are the ones who have multiple wives.
0: What was that show on TLC? Oh,
1: yeah. What was the name his of it? His name show? was Cody. And Ugh. he had, remember, he had all his wives. my Sister wives. That's my what it was. Sister, sister wives. And
0: that's what I think they think. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So, so well, we're going to, like, shed a little light on Mormonism from our vantage point. Yeah. Yeah. So, that might be boring or interesting, depending <laughs> on the listener. Okay, you ready? How about the fact that when they did the opening scene... I don't know which canyon it was, but they had the opening scene
1: looking down into Salt Lake City at the Oakers. So everyone, the mountain range that Salt Lake's famous for is the Wasatch Range, which is part of the Rocky Mountain Mountain Range, right? Like, it's the Rocky Mountains. But strangely, in the opening scene of the show, which Amber and I both commented on, they had you looking down into the valley, the city's in a valley, At the Ochre Mountain Range, which is not the famous mountain range. So we're like, what the fuck? That was bizarre. Talk about Clueless. That would be like if they did something in Switzerland and didn't show Mont Mont Blanc. Blanc. Yeah. They just showed some other various mountain range. It's bizarre. It would be like if you were opening
0: for Real Housewives of Orange County and you showed South Coast Plaza, but you didn't show the beach. Yeah, that would be weird. Yeah, exactly. People know what I'm talking about. Nonetheless, that was a weird first start. Yeah. And then, let's Mountains are quite beautiful, by the way, but it's
1: not the Rocky Mountain Wasatch Range. But how about starting out in Genshaw Chalet in freaking Park City? Okay, we made that point. In our original podcast that we said, we don't believe many of those ladies are living in Salt Lake City. No. They appear to be living in Park City. Yeah. And indeed, they our suspicions were absolutely confirmed in that the first housewife on the first episode. Yeah, let's just clarify this. The first episode of Real Housewives of Salt Lake the first scene of the first episode. Where does it take place? In Park City, Utah. So bogus. That bogus. is bogus. Bullshit. bogus,
0: Bogus. Like honestly, just the opening five minutes. They had an opportunity. They had an opportunity. opportunity. It well, they did. They had an opportunity to showcase the mountains, the right mountains. Oh, yeah. They pronounced mountains correctly.
1: Yeah, That's not the Utah pronunciation, yeah. which and is anyway, mountains. so they opened a Jen Shaw Chalet in Park City. It looked like a nice house. What Large house. Yeah, it was a chalet. Yeah. And by the way, we were wondering, who what names it a chalet? Do the producers, does she? Shaw Chalet. No, she did. Shaw Chalet.
0: Yeah, but it says Jen Chalet. Yeah, but they call it the Shaw Chalet. Yeah, I got that, Sarah. But what I want to know is when they say it's
1: Jen Chalet, do the producers say, no, this is a house? Yeah, I don't know. But I will say this. One of the things I did wonder was, where does Jen Shaw and her husband, Sharif, get their money? Because I assume that you probably do get paid really good money being... A coach of a major college football team. I'm the not way ju- that she
0: spent that money. Oh on God! That yeah, party? and she's a business,
1: so she has like three assistants herself. Yeah. So I want to know what she does. We'll have to look that up. Yeah. Anyway,
0: we did get an introduction to her family, and she has those two cute boys. I can't remember their names: Sharif Jr. and Omar. Yeah. I'll tell you what. That, that's from they, memory. You they, guys. First of all, they were super cute young men, and I also <laughs> thought they were hysterical because. They were sitting at that kitchen table, and Mm -hmm. she's like, you guys don't know what sexting is, do you? And you know that you can contact
1: AIDS from kissing. Like, I was like – No, that was so bizarre. Yeah, she told her two sons, who are teenagers, that you can contact herpes and AIDS from kissing. Well, well, context was she asked them if they had girlfriends. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, she asked if they had girlfriends, and then she told her two teenage sons that they can contract – herpes and aids from kissing okay maybe oral herpes which is like a cold sore as we know amber herpes gets zoster. cold yeah amber gets cold sores and i don't and so i have this paranoid fucking fear of getting okay. cold sores. just revealed hipaa information something like 92 percent of the population <laughs> has ex-
0: i'm not one of those people
1: but I it. I got then- it in any event and then
0: college from a boyfriend oh is that true i do believe so i will not name names okay I won't say. It. Well, I was yeah. going to
1: say. I thought you told me you got, had it as a child. Who no, cares? No, this I got is for it. Us. Let's stop. <laughs> okay, and then she asked them if anybody had sexed them, and then she literally told her youngest son that if somebody sexted him, that he should immediately was it block them immediately well, block her. them show her. Yeah, then block them, and then tell her. Yeah. And then the funny part about that whole scene, remember, wasn't the funny part. The kids were like, <laughs> well, I like to go, okay. So of the things <laughs> I like to say. I got that from a friend. And that was the look on their face was, oh, okay, mom. Yeah, they were. I'll be sure to yeah. do that.
0: They were pretty adorable, actually. Yeah. I like them. Okay, so that was kind of opening to Jen Shaw, And I think what was also interesting was they were showing Sharif, Making breakfast for everybody. Yeah. And they had eight whites for everything. Yeah. He wouldn't let them eat the eggs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's because he's a football coach. I, guess I know, anyway, a football But coach. yeah. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. So then it skipped over to Heather Gay, who owns the Beauty Lab and Laser. So one of the things that Sarah and I are going to do is we wrote down all the physical locations that they showed. <laughs> this will be a little different. Now, if you want to understand what makes our podcast special and different, original, <laughs> is that we will give you tidbits about the physical locations that they've highlighted. I think that's interesting because I don't know if you know this, Sarah, but do you know Utah is known for the most like illegal business companies in the country start businesses and use
1: Utah addresses? Well, because Utah, they have the most relaxed, I guess, corporate laws, of all the states in the United States. Yeah.
0: So I always just want to see, like, one of the group owns the tequila distillery. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder if that's, like, in some industrial complex or more like some mini mall off a beaten track and it doesn't have any sign or anything. That's just where you know that money is just laundering through. Well, we'll say this
1: about Jen Cha's business. It seems legit. It's a like a beauty spa. Like, no, no, the- this is Heather Gay. Heather Gay oh, i'm sorry be- i'm sorry yeah i just lost my mind it looked for like right it there. was like
0: next to a holiday it's like a something. strip
1: mall yeah like no yeah so she and jen shaw showed up later in the episode at heather gay's beauty spa place and i was like ugh, that place looks like a fucking dump and oh, I'm on sure the outside it looks like it's in like we should look it up right now but well, it looks like it's in a regular neighborhood i don't it's think bizarre. it looks
0: like a dump at all actually oh, i totally sh- disagree And so she did say that perfection is attainable. And this is something I didn't know. She went on and on and on and on about how Mormons are attracted to physical perfection. Is that accurate? She kept saying perfection is attainable. And then she made reference to now this beauty bar and you had to have a perfect face. I don't know. How old was that kid that was getting a facial? I thought that was strange. Her daughter. So the two things, two separate things. Matter of fact, I think the tagline was facials together together families stay together.
1: <laughs> so two things. One, I didn't realize this. So I moved out of Salt Lake right after college to go to law school. And that was a long time ago. I was like, I don't know, 20 something years ago. And I didn't realize this until I started coming back more frequently to Salt Lake. But I would see all over like these billboards for, oh, do you want cool sculpt? It was all for plastic surgery stuff, and then I said to my sister, "This was a while back." I said, "Why are there all these billboards for you know plastic surgery and stuff in Salt Lake?" And she goes, "No, Salt Lake is percentage-wise, huge percentage of people getting plastic surgery in Salt Lake, which I had no idea that that was the case." So, what? But that? let me just say this: Mormons believe in perfection of your soul and your spirit. And somehow this is apparently translated to as well as your plastic surgery body. It's bizarre. I don't know. I, can't, I don't know what to make of it.
0: Well, that is an interesting connection. I didn't realize it. But yeah, when you do drive around here, you do see billboards about teeth whitening and cool scoping and, and uh, hair and, removal. Yeah, and yeah.
1: It is an abnormal amount of those billboards. But yet I don't feel like I'm seeing – we live in the avenues of yeah. Salt Lake. I almost say want to say where we live, but it doesn't matter. We live in the avenues of Salt Lake. And I don't feel like we walk around seeing people looking like they've had a bunch of plastic surgery like we did on this show. But isn't like Salt Lake City only 38%
0: Mormon? So I don't think there, maybe there's not a ton of Mormons. There's certainly a ton of gays up here.
1: (laughs) But what is that? That's true. What does that have to do though with? So we don't see the. Well, I'm not saying it's just the Mormons getting the plastic surgery. Apparently, I don't know if that's. Well,
0: according to Heather Gay, that's what it's about. Okay. What I did not know, I was stunned to hear how she got to the money, Howard Hughes.
1: Oh, God, that was amazing. That's pretty and in amazing. in fact, after I watched that, my friend called me up. She was also watching the show around the same time that we watched it. And she called me up and she's like, what the fuck about Howard Hughes leaving Heather Gay's ex-husband's family yeah. uh, billions of dollars? And I had heard that before, actually. Yeah, I'd heard about that. We'll have to look more into Was it the that grandfather, the driver? Yeah, the great-grandfather or somebody of Heather Gay's ex-husband was his driver But then when I actually Looked it up Later in the day He did more than just yeah, Was obviously. just the driver But obviously. um Howard Hughes Had some weird connections To Utah wow. There's more than just that guy That he had a connection That's To Utah incredible. Actually. That's incredible yeah. That's incredible Then it jumps back Let's just say Back to Park City Yeah They went back to Park City For Meredith I don't it, know what to say And by the way Her house is gross Okay When I'll you walk that. into her house Can I just say this I know we're jumping forward You walk into her house We saw this later in the episode and you're on like a ledge. There's not even an entrance. Well, you walk into that. I didn't say plexiglass,
0: but I'm sure it's glass. That glass opening is surrounded. The opening to I think a staircase or something. Yeah, you walk into a staircase L- and then you matter of fact, if you are drunk, I was just thinking you, about this. You die. Yeah, because the glass thing only goes up to your waist. It looked too so bad. you could fall over and down the little hole there. It was just. Bizarre. It was an interesting house. So, well, oh yeah, there's. let We have a lot to say about I, this woman. I, we do. First of all, she's from Chicago. She has a very. Ch- she's from so, Chicago.
1: We couldn't put our finger on it, but it's Fran Drescher. She sounds like Fran Drescher with a Chicago accent. Yes, she's the worst Chicago accent. A, and by the way, I was married to somebody from Chicago for ten years, who has a pretty strong Chicago accent. Not and, that strong. Yeah. yeah agreed. Yeah. What, what
0: about, okay, so she's married to Seth, and they have a couple kids, Chloe, Reed, and Brooks. And Brooks was in the episode. And Brooks is 21. He's home from college for- Taking a break. Taking a break, like whatever. Taking a break. I think he's like a year into college, and he's taking a break already. But nonetheless, they live part-time in Park City. And then they live part-time in Chicago. So again,
1: this is not a full Salt Lake City housewife. Nope. I'm going to say two things. First off, she said, we live part-time here. Well, okay, no. The fucking truth is, they have a vacation home Mm -hmm. in Park City. Yeah. And they're done vacation home. There's houses all over Park City. They're empty the majority of the time. They're the vacation homes of the rich. Yeah. They're one of them. They don't live here. First off, they don't live in Salt Lake. And they don't live in Park City. They live in Chicago. And... Now she's just claiming she lives in Salt Lake, apparently not really so that she can be on real housewives of Salt Lake. Yeah, I think that's totally bogus, but but there was so much funny stuff. Also, I wanted to say another thing, Brooks, their son, we are making the assumption. This is not a politically correct podcast. We are making the assumption that he's a gay kid. He sounds like a gay kid, I love it. I just love him. He was great.
0: I think he adds a lot to the show. He adds more than yeah. his parents added to the show. Yeah, he was hilarious. But and what I loved about it is when they decide they were all going to go on a hike. A quote hike. A quote hike. And it was definitely like on a trail. It wasn't even a trail. Look, like they drove to a field or something. Yeah, they drove to a field and they started walking and then mentioning about the They cows. said, oh my gosh,
1: look at the cow!" No, seriously, who said that? It was, uh, it might've been Brooks. Said, oh my gosh, look at the cows. And then I think, he, uh sorry, Meredith. Meredith said, oh my gosh, we're not used to wild animals. Like they refer to <laughs> cows as wild <laughs> animals, you guys. <laughs> they really did. They really did. So she, her deal is that she
0: owns some jewelry design called 34 or something. I don't know, big jewelry designer. And I think she was the one who said maybe Charlize Theron and Rihanna and other people wore her jewelry. I don't know. Yeah, she like, mentioned Gwyneth Paltrow. Bleah. Yeah. Anyway, so that was an introduction. And the rest of the episode does center around a little bit about it being Meredith's birthday. Uh-huh. And Jen Shaw is going to throw a birthday party for her. So we'll have to get back to that. But so yeah. Meredith is going to come back and her I, her friend Rusher Chicago oh, yeah, accent. accent. Pretty strong. Anyway. Okay. So then we hopped into Lisa Barlow. And we actually – Can I just
1: say something about that? Yeah, Lisa and John Barlow. I feel like that Real Housewives has made a big error. I just like to say it like that, mm-hmm. in casting Meredith Marks and Lisa Barlow because I confuse them for each other. I don't know about you. Well, no, that's what they talk about. They talk about it, but I also think not only do they talk about it, ha it's like it's a funny or something, but I really do. Like, I really have to think hard about who is
0: who. Do so what about yeah, you? Yeah, no, I constantly don't know, and I, I think the whole time I was like, now which one's that? Yeah, so that is a problem. So that we're gonna have to get used to that. But I think the voice is what gives it away for Meredith. So anyway, Lisa's married to John, and she met John. She came to Utah when she was seventeen, and she was Jewish originally, and she says she's Mormon by choice. I think didn't her mom
1: Well get, so the so that what we converted? tried yeah, what we tried to figure out is the timing of everything in regard to her becoming a Mormon. So she's a convert. Converts, by the way, in here's my little Utah tidbit. Converts in Utah are typically the strictest, most annoying Mormons. She doesn't seem to be one of those type of converts. But when you find out somebody is a Mormon convert, you're like, oh, fuck that. Because they're going to be, like, super annoying about everything. Because they're like, oh, we're super hardcore Mormon. But in any event, we found out that her mother converted. And I believe we figured it out that her mother converted. Some missionaries stopped by her house. And she converted and converted the whole family. And then I believe that's when Lisa went off to college in Salt Lake at 17 to go to BYU. Yeah, she went to BYU. Yeah. And she
0: met John... Through her sister, because they did their missionary. They were in the same area or something. They were missionaries yeah, some, together.
1: Oh, did her sister go on a mission?
0: Yeah. And oh. then that's how they met. And they have two kids, Jack and Henry. And what I found interesting about them is, one, they own the tequila distillery. And that's fascinating because they don't drink it. That was revealed. They don't drink Well, tequila. who said that? Somebody said it. Somebody outed them. Somebody outed them about not was, drinking yeah, tequila. Yeah, who was it? Gosh, that was Well, we'll come, that was we'll come hilarious. back to it. But nonetheless, so they owed all these tequila distilleries. What was most upsetting to me was she revealed that they don't cook. Oh, my God. I totally forgot about
1: that scene. They you yeah. reminding me. And so it seems like it was breakfast when they all got into the car. <laughs> you guys, they got into their car a Porsche a four-seater porsche which no I, I think it was a cayenne or something like that oh was it a cayenne i don't yeah, know no, i cayenne. probably totally underestimated it and but it was like, a porsche it's a cayenne. It's a- it oh. was a four-seater though it wasn't a sports car porsche which i think is a waste why are you buying a porsche if it's a four-seater but anyway i'm trying to stop saying that they got into their porsche you're right i feel like they went to a fast food restaurant for breakfast they went but here you talk about where they all okay. stopped on this one car trip so on this one car trip, they first
0: stopped at Taco Bell. There's four people in the car. Next person says, the "I kids. want Wendy's." Mm-hmm. So they went to Wendy's. Then one of the kids had a big cookie box. I don't know where that. It yeah, was I don't from. where the was from. cookie. But I did want to know because it did look good. And then they ended up at Sonic. Yeah. So they all four got their meals at fast food. She, and she says she absolutely does
1: not cook, and this is normal. That's normal, apparently on a daily basis. And can I just say something about that That's too? That's not good for your heart. It's not normal. And by the way, her husband, who's a return missionary, I guess her sister's a return missionary as well, but I would assume that her husband, because Mormons are very well known for being, well, I don't know if they can call them good cooks, but they certainly cook regularly. And they pride themselves on their cooking. So it's hard for me to understand how this return missionary is married to somebody who will not even cook one thing. And they go to multiple fast food restaurants, fast food for, restaurants one meal. for one meal. It was, yeah. it was bizarre. It was gross. Oh, Let's yeah, be honest. Yeah, I, it's I just gross. I didn't like it. How do they eat that garbage? I mean, for every meal. I'm not suggesting I don't sometimes have myself an in and out Right, right, right. Yeah. So then
0: I think the next person that we come into... We come back to Jen Shaw and Heather and they're planning a birthday. Jen Shaw apparently is a big party thrower. So we're going to get used to this. Oh I think God. this season. whatever. And I she, think that's a. Well, she prides herself hat. on being a party thrower. And so she's going to throw Meredith a birthday party at her Shaw chalet. And she's talking to Heather Gay about it. Heather. And Heather's like, are you sure Meredith is going to want this? And they both are like, probably not. So they decided to do it anyway. And it's a Studio 54 theme. That's it? Yeah. Studio 54 theme. And they have her house completely redone for this party, which seemed like it was like on a Tuesday afternoon. I don't know, but it seemed (laughs) very strange.
1: And so they're talking about that. Okay. Well, Jen Shaw, what you didn't mention was Jen Shaw was like, oh, I think we'll get strippers to serve the food. And then Heather was like, "Um, okay, I don't really think that's Meredith's thing. And Jen didn't care. She didn't care. Yeah. Now, we'll get in more to, funny. like,
0: the Tongans that she shipped over to oh my God, be the dancers. That. Okay, yeah. But we'll get into that. So, that set the stage for what the rest of the episode's going to be. Because <gasps> oh, they have to have some kind
1: of purpose to the episode. I will say, let's go back to Jen Cha just for a sec. So, one of the things that I just remembered, they opened with her, actually. And she was describing how she has been in Salt Lake, I don't know, since she was a child, basically. And she's originally from Tonga, I believe. No, she's originally from Hawaii, and she's oh, right. part Tongan, Hawaiian, and Chinese. Right, but she said in Salt Lake or in Utah, she's just black because she's Tongan. And I was, but talking, we she's were Tongan. I know, black, I know, a bit Tongan, but, Chinese. But she was making well, okay, the right. point. If you recall, she was saying that she was brought up Mormon. Now I'll tell you why she was brought up Mormon because the Mormon Church. Spent a lot of time and money in the 60s and 70s, mostly 70s, I would say, going to the Pacific Islands, including Samoa and Tonga and Hawaii. They even have a university, BYU University has a offshoot in Hawaii. Are you kidding me? BYU-Hawaii. Oh, I didn't know that. And they spent a lot of time converting the Pacific Islanders to Mormonism. And a lot of them moved to Salt Lake as a result. So there's a huge, huge population in Salt Lake of Tongans, and Simoans. Samoans. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And, yeah. but she said, which I thought was hilarious, that when she met her husband, who's clearly, he's black. I don't know if he's African American, but he's black mm-hmm. and he's Muslim. And he made a comment that the Mormon church didn't really recognize black people until the seventies. And the truth of that is they didn't allow black men, they don't allow women at all yet, but black men into the Mormon priesthood, which is just the high level. Every Mormon boy gets into the priesthood when I think they're like 13 or 14. But they would not allow black men or boys into the priesthood until the seventies, and because it was totally racist. Okay. Anyway, but she made that comment about everybody just thinks she's black in, in yeah. Utah, and, and I was like, yeah, yeah wow, no shit. that's yeah. Anyway, okay, yeah. pathetic. Yeah, not that there's anything they're wrong <laughs> being black, but it's just there's a lot more. No, the fact with that, that, that. No, yeah,
0: people wouldn't give a thought that there could be other
1: ethnicities, yes, exactly, cultures wrapped yeah. in somebody's identity. Yes, yeah. exactly. Oh, and that's why she converted to Islam because she was like, yeah, what? That's fucked up about. Black people not being allowed in the priesthood. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. totally. So then they went into Whitney Rose. Now, Whitney
0: Rose, let's not forget. Whitney Rose, it all came out a little bit more. Did I not tell you on the intro episode? Oh, my God, you guys. I, I ever totally had it. I called it when I said, listen, she worked for this guy. He is 18 years older than her. His name is Justin. By the way, he looks it. And they were having a wonderful affair. And she walked into his office and said, you know take me or something. I don't know what she said. And then she shut the door and then they lost all their family. You know, well, and
1: I think you skipped a bunch of stuff. Yeah. But just to clarify, in the preview episodes, she made some comments like, oh, he was my boss and I went into his office and whatever. And they made some comments. Well, then in this episode, indeed, it was confirmed immediately, which is bizarre. Yeah. I would have thought they could have kind of dragged that one out a little bit. It would have been a lot better had it just been come out in like episode three. She says they had yeah. hot office romance. They were both, both married. married at
0: the time. And then they were. And both- she got pregnant and they were
1: both ex- excommunicated excommunicated from the Mormon church do you know how hard it is to get excommunicated from the Mormon church it is very very hard to even have that happen. Even gay people have to just be super ultra gay multiple <laughs> times before they will what, actually- What do you mean you have to be gay multiple times? mean, you times. have to like constantly be like, hello, I'm gay, I'm gay, excommunicate me before they will even come close to excommunicating oh, you. Yeah, they don't want anybody off those Roles, decks, yeah. the rolls. The roller the roller rolls, yeah. Rolls,
0: <laughs> But how about her relation to
1: Shadrach? What was that guy's name? Shadrach Pondry, Pondry, Poldry? Like. He's famous. Clint Eastwood made a movie- he starred in this movie about her grandfather, or great-grandfather, who was the bodyguard of Brigham Young and Joseph Smith. Yeah, yeah.
0: There is some actually interesting history here to the original Mormonism. I mean, yeah. it's pretty amazing. Well, I guess not. Yeah, so, I, to, to a certain degree with Howard Hughes, too. It's pretty- That's pretty interesting. It's pretty interesting. But let me just, She has a horrific
1: Utah accent. Yeah, well, if you think it's a bad act, I personally don't enjoy the Utah accent, which I apparently got rid of. I don't know if I ever had it. I should ask my family. Yes. But in any event, oh, I've stopped saying that. Yeah. Anyways. Any yeah. Why do you uh, say in any I don't event? Know. It's so annoying. Time. It is annoying. She has a really, really strong Utah accent. Maybe Heather might have a slight Utah accent, but I don't think anybody else, obviously the people who aren't Utahns, there are many. I think the only Utahns on this show are Heather Gay, Whitney Rose, Jen Shaw, Oh, Mary Cosby. She's a Utah. She's a weird Utah. Let's we'll get yeah, to yeah. We have in to minute. get to her in a second. But Whitney Rose is the cutest one of the group. Uh, uh, who's
0: cuter than Whitney Rose? Cute, like pretty. Yeah, I think Lisa Barlow and Meredith
1: are pretty. I think they're pretty too, but I don't think they're as pretty as Whitney Rose. Uh, no, no, totally disagree. With they you. might. She, she looks like a little Barbie.
0: Well, okay, but obviously that's more your
1: style, and so <laughs> let's just agree to disagree. Uh, listen, it's actually not my style. I definitely would go for a Meredith Marks or a Lisa Barlow. Oh, you totally would. Why, why would we even say this? I know. Cause, so Cause why I'll, are we about, well, I won't say you, about yeah. who I date and who I, I marry? Yeah.
0: You prefer to date Jewish women and you married an Irish
1: woman. I've married two Irish women.
0: Yeah. I never thought, <laughs> this is to all those people out there listening, which is probably about 10 people. I never thought when I was growing up, first of all, I never thought I was going to marry a woman. I didn't know that was even going to be possible, nor was I even thinking I'd be married to a woman who was divorced from a woman.
1: Okay. I'm not divorced. (laughs) Annulled. They're not divorced. The marriage was voided by the government. And so I'm not divorced. Okay. So anyway,
0: we hop back to the whole Jen Shaw planning the birthday. No, I know. I want to say this though. She's planning the birthday and she's telling Heather about it. And she says, Oh, by the way, Heather, I had lunch with Lisa and Lisa says that she didn't even ever know you at college. And Heather's claiming that they go 20 years back and they were all buddy, buddy in college. And so Lisa kind of, is like I don't really know her. She was a big party girl,
1: and I knew she said something like, "Oh, I just knew of her. She was the party girl." Yeah, and she literally like did the gesture of pulling up your shirt like girls gone wild, like party. Like she yeah. did that gesture, suggesting that she was some kind of hoe in college. I guess just super rude. Yeah, I know.
0: And by the way, she went to BYU. You couldn't do hoe stuff there. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can Well, you can't. You can do
1: not. Well, yeah, you sign an honor an honor, no drinking, no smoking, yeah, no being gay, uh, yeah, no, all that no, kind yeah, of no stuff. And then gay. they all have parties and do that kind of stuff. So I don't know, whatever. But what was really funny is Heather was like, I wish that I had been a hoe. I don't think she said that, but something like that. I wish I'd been a hoe in college. I wish I'd gone to a real college and been in a real sorority. I was cracking up because <laughs> I kind of think that about BYU. i went to university of utah so that's byu's arch rival
0: got it okay so, so anyway God. let's move on because we then go to mary cosby mary oh, cosby God. is the most to me
1: very interesting and i uh, kind of odd her affect is odd that is a total i'm gonna say something controversial it's probably not it's a total miscast for real housewives she should not be on the show. Oh, no. I don't think it's a miscast at all. I think she's exactly what the show needs. What? Yeah. Are you crazy? No. She's horrible. Like She's not normal. Like you just said it. There's something about her affect that is it's a Bat shit crazy. There's something really off-putting about it. Yeah, I think it is. it's a terrible miscast, and I think that, mark my words, I do not believe she will be on this show, despite the fact her storyline is the most crazy, interesting storyline. We'll talk about that just briefly. Well, let's just talk about it. She married her step-grandfather. Yep. She married her step-grandfather. Okay, did it blow you away? Because he seemed younger than I thought to I, me. Yeah, like, I, I actually thought that could be her husband. I totally agree with you. He's slightly older than she is. So, you guys, before this first episode, because the whole previews talked about how, I mean, they were totally publicizing her storyline before the show started about how she has her own church, um, Faith Temple. Yeah. And that I
0: whatever. think we drove by it. I think it was that little place that you said, I think that's Faith Temple. Yeah. And
1: she married her grandmother's husband when her grandmother died. But it was her grandmother's wish. Yeah. Yeah. But I did some research on it. And apparently, her grandmother was a pastor. <laughs> oh, we like to say that. I mentioned I that before. You have to
0: what, listen to the first episode. Yeah, you have to know, maybe
1: you know Real House yeah, of Orange County. I know what we're talking yeah. about. Her grandmother was a pastor who decided that the place to go and open a new church was Utah. This is a true story. She hitchhiked or walked or some crazy ass story across the United States to get to Utah. To start a church. Are you kidding me? That's a true story. Yeah. And then she married this guy. I'm assuming he was younger than her. Don't you think? He had to have been younger than her. Because that guy is not old enough. He doesn't seem old enough. No. Yeah. I was surprised. When he
0: came on the screen... He looks one way, and then when he speaks, he speaks like he's
1: older, because he has an older voice. I mean, I'm sure he's older than Mary by 20 years or something. You guys, we just have to mention something, because Amber wants to not mention it. We have a puppy dog, and you might be hearing her whining in the background. Sorry about that.
0: So anyway, very interesting, Mary. But Mary did not start off well, because she and Jen Shaw got into an argument, because this is so funny, because Whitney says they had talked previously at some event previously and Whitney had said that Jen Shaw smelled like a hospital. (laughs) They hugged and then apparently this is where it gets really crazy. Whitney has really dark thoughts and memories of a hospital and so when she hugged... Whitney? You mean Mary? Mary, excuse me. Mary. And when (laughs) Mary hugged Jen Shaw... (laughs) she thought she said to herself instantly, Oh my God, this smells like a hospital. And then Jen Shaw says, well, yeah, I smell like a hospital because I just came from the hospital. Okay. Because my aunt just
1: had double amputations of her legs. (laughs) No, seriously. First off, there's been these previews for real housewives of Salt Lake showing Jen and Mary going at it and Jen accusing Mary. They're both, well, Jen Shaw of Tongan mixed descent, but as she stated, People think she's black and going after Mary in these previews saying that she's making racist statements. So it's sort of an interesting beginning to this storyline of Jen Shaw and feuding with Mary Cosby about Mary, apparently making racist statements Mary's black by the way. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so it all starts out because Mary made a comment that Jen smelled like a hospital and then Jen saying that her feelings were hurt yeah. <laughs> because her grandmother's legs got amputated. And that's where the weird affect of Mary Cosby no, came out. No. It was not normal. No. And what got weirder was when Mary says, I was in the
0: hospital because I got Oh, this is where she got my, her hospital thing. Yeah. I got my odor glands removed okay, then. and 12 surgeries That it required to get her odor Odor glands glands removed. You guys, what is that? What is that? I'm an anatomist. I don't even understand what odor glands she got removed.
1: Odor glands? Now, there's (laughs) glands for sure. But odor glands. Anyway. So, Amber. So, seriously. This is a serious question. If you didn't want to have BO, could you actually have something removed? Yes. I think there is a
0: procedure. But nonetheless, I just thought it was so weird that she's, like, discussing how... She has this dark, dark memory of hospitals because she's getting her odor glands removed. And then she's being kind of mean to Jen Shah, And Jen Shah's person was having double amputations of the
1: legs. Oh, <laughs> oh my, my gosh. gosh. So they're having this big argument in the middle of the party. In the middle of Meredith's birthday party at Jen Shah's house, which was really just Jen Shah's party. But the craziest part about the whole thing, going back to Mary Cosby and what a wacko she is and why that's not normal. This wasn't the craziest part, but it was hilarious. So they're sitting there having their dumb argument about how she smells like a hospital. Jen Shaw does. And then, as if it's just an aside, a shirtless server serving uh, Swedish meatballs, apparently, walks right up. And all you see is his shirt off. I mean, you don't see his face. You just see his body. Actually, you see his pelvis in the faces of Mary (laughs) Yeah. And Jen Shaw. They had a very and, good body. Very she, muscular. And then she says. And then Jen Shaw, like, just as an aside, in the middle of the fight, says, oh, that's my nephew. Oh, oh yeah. I'll take a meatball. I'll take a meatball. And that's-
0: then he shoves a meatball in her mouth. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> and it was just a weird. And Meredith thought this party was for herself. But when she walked up to the. Shaw Chalet. Yeah. Shaw it Chalet. It's actually said in <laughs> pink or what? Shaw Chalet. And then then Meredith walked in. They're like, happy birthday. But it wasn't really about Meredith. It wasn't Meredith's party. Well,
1: that's not what I want to say about the party, truthfully. And God, who cares about Meredith? But what I want to say about the party is that was a sad, sad excuse for a housewives party. It was way beneath the standards of housewives oh, yeah. uh, parties. It well, was yeah. awful.
0: Remember, she brought in the cake. The cake had the Tongan gentleman who popped out of the top of it. And she's like, I... Flew
1: in all these Tongan dancers. By the way, I appreciated the Tongan dancers. I thought that that was good. But but she didn't fly in any Tongan dancers. I think she got them in Salt Lake City. There's plenty of Tongan and Samoan dancers in Salt Lake City to be hired. She didn't fly anybody in from Tonga.
0: Anyway, the whole thing was just odd. And then, like I said, I felt like it might have been like a Tuesday evening. They were having this party and the party was going to be done like at 8 or 8.30. I just didn't get the sense that this was a Friday night bash. And everybody who was anybody
1: wanted to be invited to Jen Shaw's shop chalet it was like the worst of an orange county housewives party i mean shannon bedore's rental housewarming party from a couple weeks ago was a way better party than jen shaw's crazy ass party honestly. yeah yeah it was bizarre yeah. so we ended the whole show
0: by the party being done and mary was having this argument with jen shaw did it say to be continued They did not end the show with "to be continued." Yes, they did. did. Yeah, every
1: every fucking housewife show with "to be continued," which is a bunch of nonsense. All housewives are "to be continued." No, and the whole thing was they
0: didn't used to do "to be continued" a lot. So the fact that they did was just like, oh, come on, come on now, and we have to
1: really watch that. Yeah, we didn't say that. Rose, like, yeah, yeah. Do we really have to continue watching that part? No. As a matter of fact, it's going to be hard oh, to God. watch this. Yeah. So
0: we're going to just see how it goes. Anyway, that's our recap for episode one, yeah. season one Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, which should be Real Housewives of Park City, Salt Lake City, Mill Creek. I don't know. Draper. Oh, yeah. Draper. We didn't mention We'll talk yeah. about some of their houses. Which, yeah. Whatever. I, it was just, I don't know. But was it great? <laughs> uh, yeah hell yeah
1: it was fucking fantastic and in fact i think i've done an informal poll and a lot of people are saying that this is the highlight of their lives right now yeah well and that's co- not a joke yeah it's what happens
0: when you're in covid anyway we hope you will come back to us after the episode two and this is sass cast with sarah and amber and hope you have a great night